All right, so remember, we do feast, sheath, shatter. She likes to say shatter. I think you're more... or. I think you're more connected should to we the mix, shatter. Should we mix it up a little? Do we want to change who gets to have the shatter each time? Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah, it's not that I feel more connected to the shatter. It's that I feel the most connected to the the eating. Mm. I mean, so. yeah, but the second word is hard for me to say. Sheath. It, it's hard. Do you want to do feast, sheath, shatter? Yeah, and then you get feast, and then you get shatter. And I'll take one for the team and do sheath. Well, that's, yeah, I do want to do that. Okay. All right. So do you want to start with, hi, I'm Kate then? Yeah. Hey, I'm Kate. I'm Rachel. And I'm Hannah. And this is Feast, Sheath, and Shada. Is it hot in here or is it just me tuning in to hear these three chatting about fantasy novels of the spicy If you know what I mean, are you happy to see us? Or is that a dagger? It's feast, sheep, shatter. It's feast, sheep, shatter. You did it! <laughs> <laughs> and today we're talking about Tower of Dawn. Which is the seventh book, and I just want to say I'm so grateful to be back here. I'm so happy to this be back. This is a really good happy space for me, and I've really missed talking about this series and i'm so proud of rachel we are seven <laughs> books in i mm -hmm. made it she may not have ever finished a series of this length, length. that she just kind of didn't like and she's just with us and i'm so proud of you i might cry because i'm really emotional today same I am emotionally regulated and still emotional, so we've already checked in with ourselves. <laughs> it's okay it, it's, to have a hard it's day. It's okay to have a hard day, yeah. um, but I am, I feel so warm and cozy right now just getting to talk about this book, which I really love this book in this I series. I do like this book. This book was not bad. I did, it was good. I like this book. <laughs> uh, probably because Aelin is not in it. Right. And I liked the... Um, we got to live with the characters a lot in this book. Mm -hmm. We this, were not being like booted through plot. We got to just like this marinate. is not a this is not a fantasy with romance. This is a romance book. Yeah, this is about two couples with no spice. And yeah, I'm cool with it. We got enough spice. Yeah, at the very we kind of got a and Lorcan did, you know. Yeah. Oh wait, or is that in the next mm -hmm. book? That's in the next book. <clears throat> it's okay. Just. Scratch that, reverse it. It's fine. Um, so we get enough, but yeah, I they're so great together. You know, sorry. No, they're good. I like it. Yeah. It's good. So we start off in the southern continent. Kaol got hurt. Let, if we sum up what happened mm -hmm. in um, Queen of Shadows, right? No. Empire of Storm. Empire. Of, no, so, they happen simultaneously. So in the end of Queen You're of Shadows, right. I'm sorry. Kale gets hurt. Yes. Queen of Shadows. And Dorian's like, bro, you got to go get fixed by the magic. Who You got to go to the continent where yeah. they still have healers. Mm -hmm. And all the healers. All the healers. They still have magic. And they actually describe this as kind of this I idealistic society that yeah. they still have, their people are happy. The cogne religious freedom. Cogne, sorry, cogne is a word if that translates. Never mind. 
<laughs> He's the Coggin. He's the Coggin. Okay, I've only seen it written. Yeah, it's Coggin. <laughs> well, how would you? How are you saying it? I don't know. Kagan. I I didn't. I just you don't say sh- you don't, don't say, say the it. words in your mind. No. So it goes. Shh. Yeah, <laughs> in your head. We're we having dinner spend with it. Like fifteen sh- minutes going. Cognate. 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 Cognate is a word that is the same in two languages. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's a cognate or whatever they yeah, call the it. Cognate, the, yeah, the cognate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, so Coggin, they have this. He's kind of authoritative, authoritarian, but the whole family rules, and the the place seems to be pretty well balanced. Yeah. Like the lower people and the common folk are happy, and that's always a good sign that you have a healthy kingdom. Yeah. And they're a very very wealthy kingdom. Yes. So we. No slavery. No, not at all. Now, what they're doing, there's a little, it's a little, uh, they actually have a conversation about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Arena and um, they all do when they're having to experience the uh, erotic dancing. Yeah. And they're all getting <laughs> all fun with each other, having their uh, they took the orgy. E. When they're having their orgy. Yeah, when they're, yes, ha- when they're having the orgy yes, and they yeah. take their ecstasy mm-hmm. and. Kale's being protective, which, okay, Tam. But in a way, he still lets her be her. He's not that bad. No, he's, just he's not, not. He's uncomfortable and he's projecting. That's all. It's not like, don't look at them. Don't. Yeah. It's more of like, cover a, yourself, woman. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, a, oh, this is unexpected. Okay, I am uncomfortable in this situation. And mm-hmm. now I'm high and uncomfortable. Right. And also she's hot. Yeah. 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 Yes. So we have a broken Kale. Emotionally, mentally, physically, physically, yeah, broken kale. Um, shows up kind of as a nasty little bolt, and kind of, you know, he's there. He's got a purpose. He's been sent there to be a diplomat. For interesting choice, only choice, but interesting choice. What was the choice? Oh, that kale be a diplomat, right? Yeah, yeah. They're like, here you go, kale. Go convince somebody of something. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And he takes Nezrin, who is, I love Nezrin's character. I love her. And can I zoom out for a second? Sure. Yeah. Um, when we're talking about Sarah J. Mass's books, um, something that a lot of people are have a tough time with is when she doesn't do, like, direct plot line, go with the main characters, and she throws out, like, a Court of Frost and Starlight, or this book, Tower of Dawn. And you will get so many people in on Discord and on Reddit and everywhere, TikTok, that are like, do I need to read this book? Yes, you do. Yeah. I love this. I want to get to know these characters more. I like Nezrin. She's way more likable than Selena was. Yeah. She's... You know, she's. I want to know about her. She's I wa- cool. I want. Yeah, yeah. she's really she's cool. Like a really, really cool. Chick. She's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And I like Kale. I never hated on him. I mean, he, he was, was really a- getting on my nerves in Queen of Shadows. Like his whole like. Well, he's like a spoiled, privileged kid that's dealing with adversity for the first time, and yeah. there's always a. Um, but he needs this th- book. Like he yes. desperately needs this yes. book. For me to love him again. Right. And this book has some of the coolest lines about other character. I feel like this book does a really great job of transitioning us into 
um, creating a legend around yeah. Aelin. Yes. And yeah. Rowan. Seeing how she's perceived outside mm-hmm. of right. her group. And her we need group. that for the story. And yeah. it was a great way to make the stakes bigger. Right. And to for us to really, you know, you're still really rooting for her because you realize like when you're alone with Tony Stark or you're alone with Aelin or you're alone with like somebody like that, they're a real person. Yeah. And we got to spend a lot of time with her as a real person. But now the stakes are getting so big and what we're asking of these characters is so big. This is when we start to think of her more as this legendary Pokemon. It reminded me a little bit of the um, Buffy musical episode. Now, ride with me on this. I hear that. (laughs) I'm I'm with you. It needed, like, we had such an intense previous book. Empire of Storms is so intense. And then you go to Tower of Dawn, and it's like, she had a lot of pertinent information, critically pertinent information she needed to convey. And really, we got this long, enjoyable, but slow plot where we got to sit with these characters. And at the very end, it was like the part where... Buffy sings the song about how she was in heaven and they took her out of heaven. And it's the like, oh my God, here's the actual relevant information that we need moving into the next book. But if you had just buried it in another book like Empire of Storms, it would have all felt like we've we've reached this really high peak of stress and anxiety. And mm-hmm. I needed like a, a down. So when we go back up, it feels even more stressful, if that makes sense. We need yeah. a contrast from the previous book. Yeah. And going into Kingdom of Ash, like I have a little bit of, it's not anxiety, that's not the right word for it, but I'm a little bit like, oh, we have to read Kingdom of Ash next. And I know some, I'm going to start crying. I know, I'm so emotional today. So I know some of the stuff that happens and the stakes are so big and like some really crucial shit. Okay. And, like, we have to go through that again. It's really bad. <laughs> yeah, like, it's really, like, it's, like, this culmination of, like, attachment to this thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Y'all, it's been a tough week. It's been a really tough week. Okay. This is a buildup. This isn't just about how much I love it. But I'm like, oh, we have to experience that again. So we have to watch these characters and the story end. Mm-hmm. So this is a really nice way to... Like, just like you said, it's a breather. Yeah, it's a breather. It's a breather. And it gives us more kale. Like, and this is the one and only time I have seen Sarah J. Mass address a male character's emotional health. Right. Mm. In this depth. To this depth. To this depth. For the most part, it's like, well, you know, like we talked about last time, Rasand went through 50 years of what Feyre went through, like, two months of. And that doesn't mean her two months were not traumatic. But he went through 50 years of it, and yet we get nothing about his emotional journey. Yeah, it's just he's like, fine. He has nightmares. Fine. It's cool. So yeah. we got to live with Kale, like, through... He went through a lot in Crown of Shadows, Queen of Shadows. Queen of Shadows. Thank you. <laughs> he went through a lot in Queen of Shadows. He mm-hmm. went through a lot with Aelin. I mean, Aelin was emotionally abusive to him. They. I mean, they were yes. really... They were yeah. definitely in... Oh, I hate my... Did y'all hear that? Yes. That was a Diet Coke sitting in my chest. <laughs> they were definitely in I'm petty and catty to my ex mode. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm going to filter all of my frustration. I'm going to be only rude to my ex. Yeah. Yes. You know, even though he says so often, and I love this about her characters when her her male characters go, 
you know, I just kind of want her to be happy. And like, I'm not really feeling jealousy. Yeah. I'm kind of mad at her because this happened. And she's like, how could you let this happen? You know, like she put a lot of responsibility on his shoulders that he had nothing. Yeah. Nothing to to do with. Yeah. And also like just childhood trauma. You know, we get to see his banishment from his father's house and kind of how he chose to like all of his trauma. Yep. And his explanations, you know, I like how Irene, 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 Irene. Okay. I like how Irene is this person who, you know, we've got this, they're not necessarily enemies, but she's definitely not a fan. No. And that, him having to kind of explain the kind of his journey with like guilt and shame and knowing and being kind of complacent, complicit, sorry, Mm -hmm. with what shithead King of Otterland. Otterland? Otterland. Yes. Otterland. I can't say it. A land of otters. (laughs) A land of otters. You know? Yeah. And she's just like, fuck you with her little Irish accent. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Harrow. Ben Harrow, yeah. Yeah, I have to say, I going into it, I was not going into it thinking that Sarah J. Mass was going to handle him being disabled well. After the way she handled the silent assassins and them not having any kind of a silent language, I was like, this is, this is not going to, I right. don't know how this is going to go, but I'm not, like, I didn't approach this with trust. Right. And she surprised me. Right. With the way that she handled it. Right. And the way that she portrayed the feelings of helplessness when you have lived your entire life extremely physically competent. Mm-hmm. And now you arrive on a horse and this woman is like, okay, so his legs don't work, but his dick still does. So, like, we're going to try to get him down. Manhood. His manhood. So we're going to get him down. I want you two to try to help him down. Like, they almost the giggling him. teens. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, something that, this is... Your sister said something one time about an Ice Planet book where she was grateful that a character who had a cochlear implant Mm -hmm. stayed that way, right? Yeah. And that was something that I liked about Kale. The the journey wasn't about being healthy and being perfect and going back to how he was. Mm -hmm. This whole journey was about him being just as valuable and just as much of a man and just as important and just as everything being having his legs not work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how he came out. Like, oh, there's going to be times in my life where I'm not going to be able to, I'm going to have to be in the chair mm-hmm. and that's going to be completely okay. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Granted, he did fill that hole with a wife. Yes. Right. Slightly <laughs> codependent way, but the stakes are high, so I think that's okay in this universe. Really, re- like, in literally a, codependent. In a real-life real setting, yeah. modern world, not okay. In a fantasy world, okay, fine. our stakes are great, are high, yeah, you know? It's fine. It's fine. Totally okay. Yeah. I need your magic to yeah, make me work. Our souls are one. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. If you do too much, I'm going to fall. Cool. Yeah. If you do too much, I got to get the cane out and it's a steady decline. Mm -hmm. Also, we have another moment where if you die, I die. Yeah. Again. Yes. Yes. Here we are again. Here we are again. (laughs) Except they didn't do it as like a, hey, can you promise to die at the same time as me? (laughs) Okay, I promise. (laughs) What if we have children? (laughs) We're not thinking about the future. No, 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 no. Who cares about them kids? It's fine. (laughs) 
or our family or the responsibility uh, and the yeah yeah well that's a whole other conversation but no i i thought that it was i i really enjoyed his journey through not really healing his body but healing the trauma around it and changing his perception of what made him valuable right yeah and those small moments where he met the other guard and he had, you know, he had come across this guard a couple times. This guard was helping him. And then, like, maybe three times after he met him, he's like, oh, my God, your your arm isn't real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have a prosthetic. You have a prosthetic. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, man. And all the boys are cool and it's normalized. Yeah. And no one else is looking at him like he is nothing. He's looking at himself like he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. It's, I Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I thought that was a really great. I thought it was well done. It was really well done. Yeah, I didn't. And then I like Nezrin's journey from I'm literally just Kale's shadow. Mm-hmm. I, I exist because Kale needed a fuck buddy while Aelin was off finding her fuck buddy. And to I'm a independent character in my own right. And I get to go and have an adventure on my own. And it's mm-hmm. fine. And I like that she's one of our least feminine characters. Of all, Sarah J. Mass tends to have extremely feminine characters. Girly. Wear all the dresses, wear all the makeup, long hair. Nezrin's like, long hair is ridiculous. I get tired of having it. I, I wear a shirt and pants all the time. And yet she still gets to be like the feminine, attractive character without having to be overtly feminine. The entire time. Yeah. Yeah. They, there's a moment in the book where she talks about how feminine her movements are, but it's not, it's from training and yeah. the gracefulness mm-hmm. that she has learned over time. Yeah. I, 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 I Nezrin is such an underdog. She's such that like side character. So for her to come to this place, and I love, the trope, and I don't know the name of it, where he is so sure of their relationship before she is. Oh, yeah. Falls in love. Falls first or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And he's like, hey, hey, baby, I was in love with you when I heard stories about how good you are shooting a bow and arrow. Yeah. Yep. And what do they call her? Neith's. Neith's arrow. Neith's arrow. Like, she's like a legend. She's a legendary Pokemon, too. Yeah. And so, I she's mean. Hawkeye. She's, she's like, Hawkeye. She's Hawkeye. Yeah. I, l- I love that but this is the book about the two, the final two characters who don't have, like, cataclysmic magical powers. Right. They're just people. Everybody else gets to be demigods. This is, and this they're is just... Hawkeye and... It's, yes, and, this is Hawkeye and... Um, um, ScarJo. Yeah, Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah. Except reverse. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> just... Oh, and this is we, we get a lot of... Um, a lot of exposition in this book. A lot. Like, yeah. explanation of what's happening, right? We get this idea of that the healers come from Faye. Yes. That the tower is just this old Fey line. That this idea, we learn about Maeve. Maeve. Like, that she drops bombs yeah. about mm-hmm. Maeve and in this book. And it's all right in the very last section. But because we've been building it up as a mystery the whole time, it just feels like the end of a mystery novel when you get the, like, we meet in a room and the one character explains everything. Right. That's what it, but you were like, 
Thank you. Yes. yes. Okay. And as opposed to like, nobody talks about that kind of stuff right. in a regular conversation. Right. Although the, I did mention the spider needed a PowerPoint. Oh, I know. I No, she said, <laughs> yes. she said the text. I was going to say the spider was like, bring me my vis-a-vis and prepare the overhead projector. Minions, Minions. prepare my overhead projector. Oh, she, was like, she did tell so them like, everything. She's yeah. like, and my mama Maeve, who's yeah. actually a vowed princess, yeah. queen. Oh, you thought they were only princes, huh? Uh-huh. No, princesses. we're actually, and we're scarier. Yeah. Yeah, we're actually scarier. Yeah. And just this whole idea <laughs> that Maeve has completely bombarded and made an entire class of magical hu- uh, being um, think she is also Fae. Yeah. And that the Fae that lived there are the ones that tried to escape her and get away. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that, that was really was great. So funny because Nezrin is like, "Oh, well, you could tell me as like a last gift," and the spider's like, "No, okay, all right, <laughs> so, yeah, I'll do it." <laughs> She's like, "Because you're so bold for asking, I'll go all tell you right. everything." Twist my arm; it's fine. <laughs> She's been waiting eight million years to tell this story. <laughs> She's like, "It's been a thousand years since anyone's asked me anything." <laughs> Yes. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's been 82 years since we went in the water. <laughs> yeah. And the spiders are so funny. They're so funny. Just waiting. Yeah. Just yeah. waiting for the a pedestal. They're they're monologuing. They're yeah. like you They're villain monologuing cuz she's captured. Yeah. Yeah. You never monologue ever. If you're monologuing you're the villain. Mm-hmm. Like that is. <laughs> I was going to say Voldemort. They, they yeah, know you've the got villain. to it's remember fine. that. Yeah, and it's just to give um, fair and time. But at the same, I don't think she thought she was going to get this level of detail. Whoa, yeah. man! Like, I was just like asking one question. I didn't realize you yeah, were going to. She was like, oh, Nezra's like, tell this us is your life gold. Story. Yeah, she's like, oh wow, wild Mave, huh? And she's like, yeah, Mave. Yeah. Let me tell you yeah. about Mave. Yeah, I like too that as we're getting more of this world, and it's, um, and this is happening somewhat in the in the metaverse, in the massverse. We're finding that there are different terminology for the same things right yeah so we're in this world and they have different names for stygian spider i don't know what they call them i can't remember i didn't write it down oh the Mm. rook they call them something Mm. different Mm. yeah they call it like it has a like a tribal tribal name um for the stygian spiders yeah but because they're not as developed or whatever they're they're more the karen quee karen quee got it Karen Quee. I knew it still worked. Yeah. yeah your, brain is, noggin. your brain is so powerful. <laughs> I love how they tie her up in front of the gate. She's like, oh, the gate? You mean that gate right there? The one over my shoulder? That gate? The gate that everybody came through? The gate that we opened? The gate that you need the keys for? That gate? That, that gate? gate right there behind me? Oh, right. Yeah. I could have literally tied you up and put you anywhere in this mountain. Yep. But this is the gate room. Yep. Like her pr- her spider pride... Was too much. Yeah. She gave away too much. She wasn't sneaky. Mm-hmm. Maeve's probably pissed. She's a really, well, it's really a game changer if you think about it. Maeve's got a sure toy is. right now. Yeah, she does. Yeah. She sure As does. we found out at the very, very end. Yeah, we get a glimpse of what's going on, where Aelin's at, the kind of torture that she's being subjected to. Is that our word? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, Something that I think is really interesting 
is that we have this theme in all of the books about libraries. Yes. And cats. Yes. And they're always deeper. And somehow there's always candles lit way, way down. Yeah. They're like, we don't know what's down there. No one's been down there in ages. And they go down and there's a candle. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's a scary monster down Magic. at the bottom. Yeah. yeah, there's scary monsters. There's cats everywhere. Yeah. There's that. always cats in a library. The bossed cats. The bossed cats. I yeah. really like that because yeah. they have such they they are a character in the book and we're like yeah. why are these cats so wise and why do they know so much and why are they saving the day right now and that's really great. Cuz they're reading whenever everyone goes to bed, they're reading all the books. They probably are. Or they're like fae turned yeah. into yeah. You know, they're magical creatures. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that they are going to be important at some other point in a larger universe. Or they'll be like Mort and they'll just disappear, disappear forever. Yeah. Mort, Mort we, we miss you, Mort. R.I.P. Mort. Yes. <laughs> R.I.P. the Jersey accent in the Throne of Glass Mort. Series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I liked all the, um, Kagan, Kagan. Kagan's, the Kagan. Kagan's kids. Yeah. That was, I really didn't like Hussar, but I like that each character got a different, they were all different people. They mm-hmm. were. Yeah. Very much so. And I think I, I did enjoy the fact that while this family, we get this back drop or this back exposition of this family's history and how the Kagan doesn't, you they don't have a patriarchal society where the firstborn son is the heir to the cognate or yeah. whatever. He chooses. The Coggin chooses who they want the heir to be, which prevents them from killing them. Yeah. But then the brothers and the sisters are historically fighting each other to come out on top. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, Ur- Urus, our current Coggin, had to kill his brother. But you see so much love between all this family Almost immediately. The way that that family is genuinely grieving over Tumaloon, yeah. you know, like, you know, this isn't the family. Yeah, they're picking on each other and they're, you know, it's almost like they've accepted that there's only going to be one. Mm-hmm. One of them. Yeah. They're and, just more uh, evolved, I feel like. I feel like well, they I just have so parents, much love from their parents. Their parents love them so much. Yeah, like... I mean, their mother is destroyed she's, she's in, like, from the loss of their Bella child. She's in, like, Bella Swan so. mode where she can't yeah. function. Yeah. You know? When Edward left? Yes. That, I'm catch about that to, reference? Yeah, I'm no, about to be in Bella that. Swan. Except for she... What? I'm about to be in that mode soon. You have to read Twilight? No. You're going to grieve? For Why? Oh, in Kingdom of Ash? Yeah. Oh, shut up. Okay. So I'll pick it up again. <laughs> Which is a great book. You're going to love it. I don't know. The ending of it is, I'm not going to lie, Hannah. Uh, we'll save it for the next one. Okay. Um, you're you're going to have thoughts. I'm going to have, I'm sure I will have yeah, thoughts. It's yeah, it's a really fucking long book. Yeah. And we know I she likes to do multiple just go, go, Conclusions. Go. It was really, it was funny because I read Tower of Dawn and we got to that little clip at the very end where we go back to Aelin and it was so over the top and melodramatic <laughs> after like the long, like the long, and like the, you know, Tower of Dawn didn't have a ton that happened. Yeah. There right. wasn't a ton of plot. It was it all was, character it development. It was all character development and it was really nice. I like that. I like to steep with characters and then all of a sudden we're dropped back into Aelin land <laughs> and, you're like, and oh. it was just... Just like, oh, 
I couldn't take it seriously. I think because of the juxtaposition, it felt so over the top. It felt for jarring. Me. It felt jarring because it's like it is. Yeah, it's, it's like very the jarring. Queen of Fire slept in the box. <laughs> they had made the box for her. <laughs> like she thousands she's never of years not earlier been in the box. Yeah, she, she talked to the, is the smoke box. and the fire, <laughs> and the fire talked back, and she's yeah. just, just like, oh my god, I can't. And then they open the box and they're like, it's time to begin. <laughs> I was like, oh god, okay, I'm, yeah mentally preparing to be back in that yeah just. well and it'll be great because it does switch povs a lot we do by the time we're in kingdom of ash we're with lots of different characters yeah. so it'll move around enough for you to be able to cope cope to, to skip a like lead and larkin back so yes yeah. very much so our booze <laughs> yes so can- <laughs> I'll get to use that sound. Can we, can again. we talk about though how Nezrin gonna be a fucking queen? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes, because Sartak. It's gonna be the fucking Coggin. Yeah, I yep. love that moment when they're in the pass and he's like, "I've loved you before I even met, met you. you," and then he gets ripped away. If I at that moment, I. I wished I could have turned off my... I know exactly where Sarah J. Mass is going with this because it would have been a really dramatic moment. I was like, well, now he's not going to die. Yeah. 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 And it's like Sam and um, Frodo when Sam gets caught by Shelob. Yeah. And Frodo's all wrapped up in the spider silk and mm-hmm. he's like, Mr. Frodo, except it was Nesrin and Sartek. <laughs> and I was just like... <laughs> it's actually the exact same. It's the exact same. Yeah. It's... And that's okay. I'm good with it. So I, I was mean, thinking, there's only so many giant spider plot lines, right? What is oh a no, giant sorry. spider going to do? Yeah. So the other night, Rachel and I were having dinner with the mutual. And uh, <laughs> sorry, I just laugh at myself for saying that. Um, and uh, she was talking about that this isn't a book series that she feels like religious about. And I was a little offended for some reason. And I have been thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it. Not in a defensive way, but just in a way. Trying to figure out your feelings. Yeah. Well, yeah. Rachel said this. Yes. Yes. But she. But meant, you know this. Correct. But it was just like the, the way it was phrasing. Phrased, maybe it's because you have a negative connotation with the word religion. Maybe that. I also felt like. I think it once again goes to this. Like I felt like you were judging me, mm. but you're not. No. You're just saying this ain't my shit. This is your shit. But I wanted to kind of zoom out and talk about how these books are making me feel. I have been reading fucking man fantasy. Tolkien. Yeah. Uh, Le Guin, who is a woman, but her stuff is still very, like, academic. Yeah. Intellectual in a way. Rothfuss. Sanderson, who I adore and will continue to love Sanderson's books. But I have been reading these Male fantasy universes for so long, loving them. And then, you know, I read All the Way of Kings, the Cosmere books, which there's four now, and they're thousands and thousands and thousands of pages. And then I stumble upon these books that are, they give me this similar fantasy. I'm able to get out, but all of a sudden there's like romance and emotion emotions and they're written they're accessible like you said they're yeah. ri- she's a she's a good enough writer for these to work and the stories are good and i and i was just thinking about how 
good that feels yeah. to have all of the things that I love put in a fancy a fantasy realm. Fantasy is such a hard genre. Yeah. You can't turn it into TV because we haven't had the, you know, like think about fantasy movies. We get so where these these IPs are so beloved to us and we can like Star Wars, think about what the Star Wars kids did to Star Wars. You know, like they tear it apart. And yeah. this is such a women's fantasy realm. Actually, let me strike that and reverse it. You don't have to be a woman to like these books. There's no. actually a lot of men reading these books on TikTok. Which I love. They want to connect with their wives. They want to understand right. what these... It's a feminine understanding of... It's a, it's a feminine it's a fe- perspective. It's a female gaze yeah. of yeah. a fantasy. And for me, now there's a lot of this stuff out there. There's a lot of this stuff out there. But the fact that we do have some books that are complete... We have this other series, you know, we have the romance with the fantasy, we have the fantasy with the romance, then we've got this modern fantasy, you know, we've got all these series. I just, I think that there is something extra special about these books um, when it comes to that, for me. Yeah. So, yeah. I wouldn't say religious, though. <laughs> Only it's in a hyper, that it's, it's a like cur- a... It's a current hyperfixation. Yeah, in that sure. you have a, you are... You I devour. think about them a lot. You, I do. Yeah, you don't just read them; you process them. You think about. I like them. looking we have a at podcast about them. Yeah, yeah. I like looking look at, at fan, fan art. art. Yeah. I like watching the tick. I like being on the book talk about this stuff. I like seeing the theories about how everything's connected. Yeah, I definitely. I, to me, this feels like my right now, and I, I, you know, I move. I go through seasons. We all go through seasons. This feels like a Star Wars or a Marvel for me. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not, we're not being bombarded with these, like, bullshit asshole opinions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? A little bit. Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good, it's like a fantasy safe space almost. For yeah. like a feminine safe space for yes. fantasy where you don't feel like, in the Star Wars fans especially, they uh-huh. get it. Right, they get just like a, there's a male overtone to the way that the fandom is executed, and it's nice to be in a female space that's a female fandom that is every bit as serious. Majority. Yeah. Yeah, a female majority fandom. Yeah, and watching it be revered. Yeah, it's every bit as valid and as... And and big. Yes, and big. And honestly, that's what I'm like... Fuck all these superhero movies. Somebody do one of these things well and then make your money. Yeah. Like, we're done. Superheroes done. Marvel's fucked up. DC's fucked up. Stop making that stuff. Take a break. Take a break. I don't yeah. want to see go any more Greta- Spider-Man. Go do, go do Akatar and make Greta Gerwig direct it, you know? Give her yeah. a big budget. Put her on a... Take a... Or not even these. Maybe something else. But fantasy has always been such a male genre, and women love it just as much. I don't like living in the real world either. I want to disassociate, mm-hmm. and I also want there to be some giant dicks and bat wings. Yep. Yes. Or a <laughs> is that so much to ask? Or <laughs> a nub, a spur above their dick that's specifically made for a woman's vulva and clitoris. Yes. Clitoris. Or if not a giant, just a like. It doesn't have to be giant. Yeah, doesn't have to be giant. It just has to be like a, uh, <laughs> a, a, like a, a good a good 
girthy. girthy. <laughs> yes. Just kidding. It doesn't have to be girthy either. It's all about the attention. Yes, it, the, that's what I was trying to get at. Dick size doesn't matter to anyone but men. The focus, the female focus. Yeah, as right. opposed to the male focus for a sex scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I love so. it. I feel religious about that. We're out here. We're out here. Why are people not making things for us? Yeah. Right. That's what like, Sarah J. Mass did, and everyone was like, fucking thank you. Yeah. Fucking thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. And I wanted a romance novel that felt like high fantasy. Right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, the same way about vampires. I want a vampire novel that is not just a trashy romance novel. Right. Like, can we take that out of there and did give you something Did you like Anne Rice? I like Anne Rice okay. Yeah. They're They're okay. I mean, they were really mm. good books. I don't like vampire characters that have zero weaknesses. Uh, yeah, you've said that. To me now, I'm like, what are you, you going to die? You can't even die. It's fine. I don't care anymore. Right. There's no stakes for you. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's. But they're functionally immortal. They're functionally immortal. But it, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That romance was romance. Fantasy is fantasy. But when we smash them together and we make romanticy. Well, this is what a lot of people have been looking for. I want these themes, but I want them elevated. Yeah, I want the universe where the high stakes are reasonable. Yeah. You know, where it's okay if your main character, like, kills people in response to her feelings. Right. (laughs) As long as it's reasonable. As long as it's reasonable, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I like how Kale lost his scar. Yeah. Yeah. She's absent she healed away. Her scar, his yep. scar, at the very end when she absent. Yeah, she calls on Silba. Silba. Silba to the owl. Yeah, who Maeve has an owl hanging up over her, mm-hmm. and something that is a theme in this book that I really think that is going to end up being something a little bit more meta is that this stuff is all really faded. Like there is someone pulling some strings. Yeah, like there is like a pantheon. Yeah. Of higher beings somewhere, rolling dice to figure out who's doing what. Because the fact that Aelin sent Irene to the tower. Yeah. And then that is Kaol's wife mm-hmm. and well, hit the love of his life. Yeah. In the I short mean, story, when she leaves the note, she says she feels like... She feels the yeah, same thing. Yeah, she that, felt the pull of the yeah. string. The that Manon feels where Manon right. will feel like, okay, this is a moment. Like I need to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody. This is for me. And Lorcan feels it too. Yeah, and Elite feels it. And there's there's people. There's these little presences like peeking over their shoulder. Like there was a chaos god on my shoulder this week. Mm-hmm. You know, chaos devil. Except you're not going to have to face a Vogue princess at the end of the week. Well, no. I mean, you never know. You never know, actually. <laughs> yeah. I'm, well, I, I kept saying I'm scared to leave the house. I don't know what's going to happen. I feel like this is all leading up to something. And these are like signs the universe is sending me. Just so for the listener, for our five listeners. I fell down the stairs this week. I got stung by a bumblebee. I rolled into another car. My dog got skunked. What else? Your dog ran into the road while you were checking on the driver that you bumped into because you got stung by a bee? (laughs) Yeah, that. Okay. (laughs) Uh, This rude jerk listing agent hung up on me because I asked a reasonable question and his ego was too fragile. So, like, I don't like aggressive men. And I think in a professional setting... It's so inappropriate. It's so inappropriate. So inappropriate, yeah. Yeah. And for it to have been justified by their 
listing agent and justified by everybody in there. I don't know. It just is like, I feel like, I don't know. I'm like trying to Ted Lasso my way through the real estate industry. Mm-hmm. And that is not what you you come upon. You know? Unfortunately not. Yeah, my broker in charge. I called my actual broker in charge for oh, the first wow. time. And he was like, you know, it sounds like, you know, Kate, sometimes people are fucking assholes. Well, he oh. didn't say fucking assholes. He was oh. like, sometimes people are assholes. And that's what sounds like you're, you're, what's going on. And I was like, okay, it so is. I need a thicker skin. And he was like, I mean, yeah, if you want to keep doing this for a while, you know. So, but I'm not going to be a person who ever, if, if I ever treat someone the way that that person treated me, I'm switching jobs. This ain't for me anymore. Yeah. Right. It's time to go. But I did hear from somebody else that that person is just a douchebag. Yeah. I was like, well, we think maybe he has something to go. No, he's just, he's like that all the time. I was just like, a okay. Douchebag. Okay. Well, what you need is the womb. I need the pod womb. You need the womb. <laughs> go lay in the darkness. Yeah. God, she used the word womb. I want a I digital didn't... copy of this so I can search how many times she used the word Do you not have it? Oh, you don't womb. have it. Can I give it to you? I don't know. But it's still, I don't think you can search in the same way. Oh, okay. You? But no, like, the tower has a womb. Everything had a womb. This was a womb. Everything had a womb. The very end of it, it was like, womb, 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 well, womb, Well, do you womb, think womb, that womb, is womb, because womb. something I can't say? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> Just you might want to cut that out. Hey, this has some spoilers in it. Like it always does. I know, yeah. but I feel we're bad. In it. My friend Beth, I love her so much. She, she'll be fine with that. Yeah, that's not her real name. That's our fake name. She's actually reading these and listening to our oh, our things. Yay. And she said that we have nice voices and she likes listening to us. She <gasps> thinks you're so smart. She said. I'm really surprised. I'm really surprised Rachel caught on so early that Tamlin was such a douchebag. And I was like, she's got the healthiest relationship I've ever seen. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. That's why, because she wasn't blinded by the douchery. Mm hmm. So, like we were. Yeah. But she's like enjoying the books, listening along. Nice. So I, I don't want to spoil it. Like, I know one person who's going to listen to this, and yeah. I don't want to well, spoil you said anything. The for her. thing that I can't talk about. So yeah. I don't think that's a spoiler. It's not. It's not. You literally said the thing that I can't talk about. Right. No one I knows what that is. I just like the bells. That was I, very yeah. The bells. The bells. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. the womb. Yeah. In, in the, the womb. womb. In the womb. In the womb of the mount in the tower womb. Yeah. Womb. I know. Oh, it's just the word good. womb is so, I don't Woomy. know. It's weird. I, for some reason, it's one of those words I don't like. Like. It's the way it sounds? I don't know. I think it's just. Is it the M and the B? I don't yeah. know. Maybe. And the W. Like, I don't yeah. like when, you know, sometimes, like, a woman will put her hand over her, like, abdomen. And instead of saying that, they'll be, like, over her womb. Like, is it a womb right now? Is it, It's just sitting there. It's, like, the size of a a grape. I'm pretty sure we don't need to call it a womb right now. Can mm. we? I'm not triggered by womb. I can see it. It's okay. That's okay. Yeah. But yeah. also, I didn't notice. I didn't notice all the wombs in I didn't book, either. So. Maybe it's because you had to look at the word. Could be. Yeah, because I wasn't listening to yeah, it. Yeah, you had to mm-hmm. look at that word a lot. Yeah. So I did a tandem listen. I did the tandem too. I got three quarters through. Are you serious? Yeah. How? I told you I was listening to it like I but started a week ago. Is there like a timeline you follow or do you just? Yeah, yeah. there's 
it, there's a schedule you there's, do. There's a PDF that's yeah. been floating around there's the internet. There's a PDF. Nice. And you do, you know, Empire of Storms chapter one through three and then Tower of Dawn chapter one. It, you know, it tells you the order to go. And I really liked it. Yeah, it was great. I will actually. It made so much sense. It's a really superior way to absorb these two books. I was like, I think I will do this from now on. Like when you reread like these? the next mm-hmm. time I reread them. Gotcha. Right. Hands down, my favorite conversation in the entire book is when they're at the table. Oh, my God. And, and is it Argon? Argon is like, hey, so Aelin's been going up and down the coast burning cities. Is that the kind of thing she would do? And Kale's like, oh, my God. No. He's like, he's like lie. Just lie. Lie. <laughs> Open your mouth and say no. Lie to them. And he's like, I don't know. It's just like, can't. He's like, maybe. Maybe like if she could justify it, having a bad day. Like he he's like, I think she kind of would. It's it was an interesting point of view of Aelin from Mm -hmm. the people who are around her and are like collateral damage of Aelin. Yeah, and then for them to be like, honestly, maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe. The part where he's like, okay, I got to think of a place. I, I got to think of a somewhere to tell them that she might be, that she would never go. Okay, it's she would where she never, is right ever, now. ever go back to that Pirate's Bay. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Skull's Bay. Skull's, Skull's Bay. Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Skull's Bay. She'll never, ever, ever go back there. Yeah. And <laughs> she's literally <laughs> there. She literally is. there. Yeah. yeah. And then we go see the Alarians. Oh, I mean, the Rukin. <laughs> Hey, the fucking Illyrians have actual wings, <laughs> oh, and they're demon oh. wings. Oh, okay. I'm oh, sorry. I meant to wear my cauldron-blessed Illyrian-obsessed shirt tonight. Oh, oh wow, dang yeah. It. Dang it, you had to wear that cute little matchy-matchy outfit. I did, yeah. yeah. So they go see the rugged, like, warrior, the rugged bird, warrior bird riders. people who can fly, who I live really... in the mountains. So Hannah and I were saying this before we started. I really love... The Rukin. This is your scene. I really like it. I like, I like the Rukin. Yeah, they feel very like indigenous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? walk like. Yeah. They're up in the trees. Yeah, they live in the trees. They like they're all they're they're salt of the earth people. Yeah. They are I, I think that Sartak. Sartak. Sar- said. First of all, that motherfucker's fine as fuck. Just long need, hair. Long the coolest hair. part is where he cuts his hair for her arrow. Yeah. Yeah. They set it on fire. Yeah. yeah. He just, he likes her immediately. Totally. And you, when you think about, you're in this, we start this book in this like incredibly elaborate, wealthy palace. And this dude is so down to earth. You get good vibes from him almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And you realize it's because he grew up, he didn't grow up here. Like yeah. this isn't who he is. This is just like a part of who he is. Who he is, is Edge's kid. Yeah. You know? He's with his hearth his hearth mother. Is it Borta? Borta. Borta's Borte. 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 Is how they say it in the book, I think. Yeah. And she's funny. Yeah. She is mm-hmm. so funny. Her relationship with Urin, I want that for myself. Where you like are constantly pretending that you don't love somebody, but they're like so <laughs> into each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I fucking hate you. Yes. Coming I back fucking tomorrow. love yes. that relationship. <laughs> that is my ideal relationship. Yeah. 
I hate <laughs> relationships. Yeah, now yes. I know why I have the healthiest. Yeah, I know. No, I know. I know. I know. Can I know. you pretend to hate me and go live over there, and or then just, we'll just but, get together? But, but it has to be like in a fun, funny way. Yeah. Like in a playful way. Playfully and, antagonistic. And we're both consenting to being such assholes to each other. Yeah. Right? You're setting up sure. scenes. It has to be consensually assholish. Yeah. Yes. Because any other balance, it's abuse. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's a very hard thing to find. Yes. And I think a lot of women <laughs> feel that way. Consensual assholes. Yeah. Consensual yeah. assholery. Yeah. I love that. It's just right along there with butt stuff, you know? Yeah. Tim, margaritas, I'm a poop in the bed. <laughs> I've been singing that all Sorry. week. <laughs> like today at my desk, I'm going, Tim, margaritas, I'm a poop in the bed. <laughs> just Have over you heard that and song, over Rachel? And over. So there's a song, song on TikTok that's <laughs> trending right now. Actually, I didn't know this, but it it's or origin. There was this preacher lady on a college campus she was shouting out, one margarita. You're going to do this. Two margaritas. This is going to happen. Three margaritas. She's literally like hyping these college kids up. Yeah. So this lady made this song about it. It's like, one margarita. I don't know. I'm going to open my legs. Two margaritas. I'm going to give you um, some head. Yeah. Three margaritas. You can put it in the tush. Bush. Yeah. Four margaritas. You can put it in the tush. <laughs> Five margaritas. And... Anyways, so this <laughs> yeah. my line that I've just like just zipped into my head is which actually makes more sense wait, than all than the others. All the other ones is ten margaritas. I'm gonna poop in the bed. So I say that one. It's like a soundworm. It's in my head all the time. Nice. It's in my head. Well, that's to stay. I'm yeah, I'm so happy you guys finding enjoyment with that. Thank you. But think about it. If you drink ten margaritas, that's literally ten ounces of tequila. You're going to shit yes. your pants. And yes. then the amount of sugar. Going through your body. One, you're unconscious. And two, your body is alleviating its stress. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've <laughs> yes. never, I will say this, just to save myself embarrassment. I have never pooped from being drunk. Really? No, never. I mean, maybe the, maybe the, <laughs> oh. maybe the following day. I feel day. like I learn more about you every single time. <laughs> Wait, you pooped, that. you've pooped your pants? Okay, I have I'm gonna say this. I, <laughs> I please do. I don't think it was from you were being drunk. Drunk poopy pants. But I have pooped my pants like two or three times in my adult life. Okay. <gasps> oh wow. I know. But one was from the Waffle House and we couldn't make it home on time. Mm. One oh my was God. From... Did the relationship you were in survive? Uh Yes, and actually, no, we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> one was from, like, being sick, okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's reasonable. And then one was from margaritas at like a, a Mexican restaurant. Like, yeah. just, you know, having way too many. Yeah. And I did not make it home. I pooped my pants. Mm. That's okay. That's okay. I have <sighs> had Taco Bell with a friend before, so and then when we were driving home, I said, if I shit in the car right now, would our friendship make it? Would it survive? And she was like, unsure. <laughs> wow. Unsure. At least she was honest. I mean, what would you do if someone shit in your car on well, your I'd fabric? I mean, I would. I if they were okay. Ugh. It would depend yeah. on who it was. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, it would. If you yeah. pooped in my car, I feel like I would still love you. 
Yeah, I would feel that I wouldn't ever disown someone from pooping in my car because unless you don't I just already yourself. didn't like them, unless you, you did it on purpose, unless you <laughs> were having a different and, conversation, unless you get watery bowels because something scares the <laughs> shit out of you. As we have learned in the mass verse, yes. many people get watery bowels. Oh, so many watery yeah. bowels. Your bowels yeah. can turn to water instantly from fear. Yes. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, I digress. We haven't talked about the tour at all. The, pe- <laughs> the tower? That thing that, yeah, the the tour tower. Chesme? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's really important. <laughs> yeah, it Shit really is. Aside, yeah. We haven't talked about the healers I tower. I feel like the healers could have saved me from a lot of, you know, experiences. I love that it's like Medicare for all. Yes. yes. Thank you. And she, that's intentional. Free. Very yeah. intentional. Yeah. She wrote this. She kind of makes a statement with this yeah. place. Mm-hmm. And she says, like, you don't have... And Irene is embarrassed that she did not go sooner because she thought she'd have to pay for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She, like, comes in with her emerald jewelry and she's like, here you go. And they're like, what are you doing? Like, aren't you God-blessed with magic? And she's like, yeah. Okay, you're good. Then you're good. And this... But let's also acknowledge that the kingdom is so wealthy that they can afford... To have a socialized healthcare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for all you readers out there, if you haven't thought about that, you need to think about that. Think about it. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. yeah. It's great. I love that Hafiza is, you know, a really healthy mentor. Yeah, I like that she wasn't. A lot of times Sarah J. Mass likes to portray people in power as an asshole. Yeah. Even if they're working with you, they're still an asshole. And she wasn't. She was like, oh, you mean the secret the secret books that I have in my secret closet over there? Here's my secret key. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I remember being surprised about that. Yeah, Like, me I too. remember expecting the Them. healer on high to be scary. <coughs> she was like a mean. millennial manager. And, yeah. and I was like, oh. Like, thoughtful. Yeah. Conscious. Like, conscientious. Intentional. Yeah. 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 She's her. like, you need to, you got one more job before you can leave. And I think you need this healing, not yeah. for him, but for you too. Right. Like, this is important. You and can't she go did. back with what right. you're carrying. She yeah. couldn't have. Right. And at the very end, of course, that's the key to all of it. Oh. Is the books. Oh, and the like, I carry my own dark passenger. And it may not be the Vogue, but it's hate. And hate, I'm feeding the hate and the mm-hmm. hate feeds on me. And I have to get rid of that. If I want to be able to be at my full potential. And my full power. Yeah. And there's that. So deep. The We learn how Irene is just as essential. <clears throat> her power and her her healing is just as essential as um, Aelin's. Aelin, yeah. It's just a different side of the coin. One is this, like, I think of it as, like, starlight. I feel like Irene's is more like starlight. Yeah. And Aelin's is more like bright blue fire. Yeah. Heat and healing. Two different sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She burns them fuckers out of there. Did you expect it to be... Um, <laughs> Duva? Did you, did you expect it to be Duva? Did you see that coming? No, because I honestly forgot that we were trying to find somebody like halfway <laughs> through it. Because after a while, they forget they're trying to find somebody. Because yeah. at the very beginning, they're like, we're going to look for black rings. And he's like, ah, fuck it, I didn't find any. And it's, it's like three gonna... weeks go by, and then another three weeks go by. And well, no. we, get dis- dis- <laughs> we get distracted by the, like, someone is hunting them. Mm-hmm. Like, the person gets killed in the library, and then they go after Kale. And then, so you're like, oh, there's an active something Active happening. shooter. Yeah, there's an active shooter. So you get distracted. 
But. Yeah, you do. Well, and they don't mention, like, I just feel like it probably wasn't smart that they didn't mention that Parrington had sent wedding gifts. They don't mention that, right? No, they don't. Not till the, the very end. Like, come on, fuckers. They're literally telling you. I should, let me, let me delete my profanity for a second. <laughs> it's frustrating because you want them to connect those two things because you do. Yeah. Yes. And that's where sometimes she does that. She didn't do it till the very end of this book. And it was just for a short period where Sarah gives you enough information for you to figure it out. And they, mm. but she doesn't. And so that, they don't that, ever and acknowledge it. And that for she, for she, for she, yeah. you a lot. Yeah. It does me too if it goes on too long. If it goes on too long. I'm okay for like a few minutes, but then I need the characters to get with it. If you yeah. got me to figure it out, they need to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have secret that, knowledge. And I really think this is why you're really going to like Fourth Wing, but that's in a couple months. And it's fine. Um, Although I did like in the... So we have the library, and they know there's like secret tunnels. I like and the, everyone's like, sorry. there's secret tunnels. They're not blocked up in any way. They just walk down these tunnels and like 15 feet past the last candle, there's a giant treasure room with tombs in it. And and a, and a like a continental wealth of gold. Right. Just I think it's a little wealthy. bit farther than that. A little bit farther. Okay. 30 feet. But it's accessible. Maybe 100. Maybe, 100. Like a, maybe yeah, we're talking but it's like accessible. meters. We're not behind a lot. Maybe it's door. meters because we're in the southern continent. Okay. Maybe. But we're like, we're not behind a <laughs> We're not behind the a metric system. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. I mean, even yeah. even Aelin had to But use... isn't that cool that people don't go there and they're not exploratory? Because there's not a Rachel living there. No, but no young as no young person has ever been like, oh, there's tunnels? Maybe they have and they just didn't share. They didn't share the giant tomb room full of <laughs> gold and You're right. sealed it's, it's golden hard caskets. To, yeah, okay, I'll give you it. It's hard to it, it's hard to embrace. We could have put a door. There could have been a door. Hey, a tapestry. We could put up a tapestry. <laughs> yeah. No one would have found it. It's just like a, a tapestry that told the ancient story of the Fae and Silba. Yeah. 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 Okay, I'll give you that. I didn't think about it at all. It's fine. It's fine. The I cat, think by that point she's just like, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, There was something else. Oh, one of my favorite. I think it's just such a delightful... Um, Nezrin's family making it there, yeah, and then and that. the part at the end where the kids are losing their damn mind because those famous birds show up, yes. and he's just like, she's just such a common person. Like she, her a family Cinderella is Cinderella story. Yeah, it they're like. just these like normal people, and she is. I never not think that Nezrin is worthy of this guy. You know what I mean? Like never. I would. I mean, I wouldn't think that anyways. But like. I go into this going, she is so worthy of him. Yeah. He is, is he worthy of her? Mm-hmm. And he's such a down-to-earth guy. Yeah. He's I did kind of, keep waiting for him to be, to him to have his dark side. I, yeah, I know. I kept waiting she for She surprised like, you. Yeah. I kept waiting for him to be like, well, he's really great, but he kind of eats babies sometimes or something. <laughs> but no, we never, we was like, so when he said oh, I loved you, God. I was like, oh, okay, we're actually going to, okay. Yeah, like, he's we're a gonna, good guy. We're going to get a healthy relationship that doesn't involve us hating each other yeah. for an extended period yes, of time. Yes, it's first. just him wooing her in a nat- like in a reasonable way. And then we're going to get together and it's going to be fine. And the, 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 the most beige flag he does is when he 
tells them she's coming before he asks her to go. Right. I yes. was like, oh, did you plan the date? Yes. Go attack. Yeah. The date. I love he planned that. the date. My favorite scene is when she sings. Yeah, that's you know, a good in one. In the mountains. I, yeah. I just love that for her. Yeah, I just love those little kids just like losing their mind. Yes. Because the emperor, like this yeah. future king shows up. Yeah, on their little street. Yeah, with their birdies. <clears throat> I love the idea. I think I, the eagles, I, I think it's... I think these birds fill the hole that the eagles in Lord of the Rings left. That's, yes, yeah. yes. That's what I imagine. <laughs> you know, like yeah. those eagles could have saved the fucking day really early on. Yeah. Somebody could have gotten on the why eagle. Why haven't we utilized these eagles? <laughs> yeah, because they had to climb up the mountain. They had to go through God mortar. My, mortar. 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 They walk they through mortar. Why could they ride them? <laughs> One does not to me. <laughs> What'd you say? I so missed why it. Why they ride them eagles? Why could they, they, yeah. they could just hop on there, flown up the mountain, gone and in, thrown the ring, dropped in, dropped that bitch in, in the hole, and, and been gone. And boom, Sauron's gone. So gone. That eyeball in the sky melts away. But those eagles had to be so withholding, you know? That's because so, they're legendary beasts. Yeah, legendary Pokemon. Yeah. Legendary yeah. Pokemon, exactly. Yeah, so I feel like these birds fill that void for me yeah and the ending was not i liked the ending when we're riding off on the boat and then it like pans back and it's a giant fleet and there's the birds mm-hmm. flying with them and they're like we're going to save and the kale, day and kale came through he did and he came back Very with a so. new sense of self he came back with a fucking all artillery he was like take these jewels and double the order yeah. so they're going in guns blazing yeah Yep. More what he he killed it, he crushed it, right? And he came back with this like wonderful woman. Yes. Yeah. Except if Duva had not been possessed, he never would have gotten the army. That's true. So if the Volk had not, I mean, he tried. What he was what he was trying really hard. Could have would have shut up, and he might have found another way. But it's certainly like. If it's that bald helped. princess hadn't been like, I'm going to get this princess, he would have been fine. I mean, he wouldn't yeah. have been able to do it. And then for her to be like, I'm down in the secret gold cave. <laughs> Damn, Rachel. I mean, he was You're never going to. He was never going to figure it out. They were never going to figure The only reason they figured right, it out Right, but at the all, pantheon of gods are pulling all the strings. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that, that's. That's a good explanation because yeah. otherwise, if Duva had just been like, <laughs> you bye, bye, you yeah. don't get anything, I nothing it, for you. I thought it was really cool that um, we get such a good, Irene is so powerful that she can heal the baby and save Duva. And it really, it really, it's really heartbreaking that they lost their sister like that. Like, that's really very sad. Terrible. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes, that's all. Yes. 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 But again, yeah. the ball could have just like snuck in. They could have. <laughs> Never mind. No, this say is it. No, okay, it's funny. It's funny. Say, it's funny. Remember when we were talking about it before? I was like, why didn't they just make a whole bunch of rings and just give them away? Yeah. Like, this is the hot new fashion trend. Why didn't they send ring gifts for every everybody single, every with the black son? on the inside? Yeah. Yeah. We would have gotten everybody. 
They would have gotten everybody. Yeah. Interesting. Because she said that her her sister, Hassar, tried to take the ring, and she had to get the ring back because she liked it better. And she was like, oh, I'll take your ring, and Duva wouldn't let her have it. Yeah. Yeah. So you didn't like Hassar? Well, Hassar was very... She's um, a jerk. Manipulative. Yeah, she's super... Yeah. yeah. Like, thanks for being my friend. I know it's hard to be my friend. And then made, like, a bunch of really nasty cracks. Mm -hmm. And also, yeah, like, used her. Yeah, used her. And was like, hey, if you want to go home, you know, maybe you should get some information for me. Because, you know, I kind of control the... I kind of control the channel. That was pretty ugly. Yeah. But we're besties, right? Yeah. Here, have a dress that is, like, too... It was, like, the dress that Rasanne dressed Feyre in every night. Yeah. The, like, strip of cloth with yep. the belt. <laughs> I do love that strip of cloth with the belt. <laughs> with her butt just hanging out. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. y'all. My phone's just been blown up. You got no you got business? Well, we can wrap it here. Because yeah. I think we've talked about everything. And then we're getting well, ready to go into Kingdom, Kingdom of Ash. is going to be big. I do want to take maybe a few minutes to just talk about where we're all at. Like, where everybody is heading into Kingdom of Ash. Okay. So, what's happening here? So, they're headed up, back up to, what's that continent called? Aurelia is the whole world. The northern? The, the northern, northern continent. continent. <laughs> the Arderland adjacent. All of the <laughs> Yeah, so adjacent. they're headed back. They're bringing the Rukin and then all of, and then the uh, Roshiran. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, the we Rohirin, didn't hear about, like, the, the Rohan, <laughs> The yeah. Rohanians yes. Yes. are coming. The horse lords. Yeah, so then we've got the... Um, so Aelin is in the box in the with box. Maeve and the evil guy. And and so did Fenris. Fenris is with Fenris, her. Fenris is with her. Rowan is with... Where's my wife? Yeah. Rowan is still with... Rowan. And Dorian and Manon are all still together. Or did Manon Mm-mm. fly off with the, the 13? Manon and Dorian fly off with the 13. Okay. Rowan, Alid, Lorcan. Lorcan. Where's Lorcan? Didn't Lorcan get sent off? Wasn't he in trouble? For Everybody real? got pissed at him because yeah. he's the one who told Maeve where they were. Yeah. So even Alid was like, Gavriel. Fuck, fuck off. Gavriel. I'm pretty sure Alid th- flew off with the 13. There's like four, I think there's four of them that are going after Aelin. Yep. So they go this direction. Adian and Lysandra go to Terrison. To Terrison. So to pretend there that is a lot because she's going to be Aelin. Everybody yeah. is split up. Right. We split the party. Yes. This is like Game of Thrones. Don't compare it. Season to Game three. Of <laughs> don't. It's season. A tri- it's a don't do it. Season four was Game a, of Thrones. So season four was really good. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> So after Kingdom of Ash, what are we reading? Just so if people wanted to catch up or read ahead. I think that's when we do our um, monster. our monster, our reverse harem with monsters, yes. right? When we get to li- read monster banging. Yeah, lots, you- lots and lots of monster banging. That's great. I'm excited about some nice spice. Yeah, lots of spice. I have just started Fourth Wing. I, I know it's a little bit early, but... I was sent that book from my other book club. Yeah, I know. So I had to read it this you'll, month. You'll be okay rereading it. Uh, read it for your book club and then listen to it for us. 
Friends with monsters and some kind of monster. Is next month. Friends with after, monsters. Or after Kingdom of Ash. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then we are doing... We're going to do that French book, too. Yeah, Q? O. O. I think that's an English. A letter? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then we're going to do... We can do... Can you do one of those posts where you do the books? Yeah. Can I help you with that stuff? Yeah, We'll talk about that off the pod. Yes. You don't have to add me. I can make you a collaborator. Okay. So I can help make stuff? Yeah. I don't want you to have to do all of it by yourself. It's a lot. You're doing a really good job. I forget. I think... (laughs) I love the way your page is shaping up. Mm -hmm. It's so, like, just not following any of the other rules and very creative and well done. Almost like a trendsetter. Almost like a trendsetter. (laughs) (laughs) The only time in my life that's ever been applied to me. Yeah, that's how I feel, too, about social media for work. I'm like, I want to do this my way, and I don't want it to be like anybody else's. Not because I just don't. It's just stressful to keep up with all the. Yeah, so I'm doing it on my own, but there's all these fucking rules, and it's like, oh, my God, why is this so hard? So I'm in filmstagram so there's like bookstagram which is like all the books oh cool and then there's one for it's like all the film movie people yeah and we were trying to do a like a follow train like they do in bookstagram all the time where you'll see like the follow train whatever it's like a bookstagram specific thing and so it was really hysterical to listen and watch these like 15 film accounts try to figure this out okay so now we all posted at the same time but like is it the same time my time and your time or like do I adjust it and it was just all this really granular like <laughs> you know it's not something they see it's not something they interact with it's not like a part of Instagram that they do ever and so it was just really so today was the day we posted it and everyone's like okay I think mine's up but like can somebody check I don't and understand what you mean so a follow train is like they'll post an image that says like this is a follow train and you'll put all the accounts that are quote participating that have put this image up and then you go and you follow all the people in the follow train and okay. they'll follow you back so oh, it's a way okay. of like Creating more of a community and all following each other. Yeah, all fi- yeah. finding each other. Right. And then if you see it like on my page, you can follow all those people and then follow me and we'll all follow you back too. So oh. it's like you don't have to be in the follow train, but you can participate. Oh, neat. Yeah. I'm going to do that with my business with y'all's film shit. <laughs> so I'll be like, really, Kate, why do you have a lot of uh, film people following your real estate business? It's just funny gotta that it's all you so guys do. <laughs> it's just funny that it's so siloed. Like, yeah. here's the book. Speaking people. of Silo, it's a great show. It's a good movie or a good book, too. Wool. Wool? Did yeah. you read it? Matt did. And I read Wool, but I didn't read the rest and of it. And you liked it? Yeah. It's called The Look Wool. of Shock on Your Face. I'm just like. That's another one. It was like um, The Martian. He couldn't get anybody to publish it. And so he just published it himself. It's good. It's good. I've considered, it's just one of those books. It's just wild how every time there's a book sitting in my mind, you guys are like, yeah, we read that. We read that last week. <laughs> I've read that before. That's fine. I read Just Wool. I didn't read that. I know. Oh, well, I didn't expect you to have finished the series. <laughs> Thank I you. I know better. Well, if Matt <clears throat> reads it, he tells me, he just. Yeah, because you guys are pretty best friends like and it's super you cute and you guys are the same. I know. Same mind. We're fucking faded mate shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're so, so healthy. Sorry. We love each other so much. We love each other. We're such good at communicators. <laughs> God, it just trickles into our great parenting as well. Like, ugh. <laughs> Meanwhile, Hannah and I are like, 
waiting You're for like, it. Can to I have a guy who dislikes me consensually? Can, <laughs> I, can, can we I have, have some consensual assholery, please, in our lives? <laughs> I just want somebody that's going to push all my buttons and keep me in this constant state of intense sexual chemistry slash we love each other, hate each other. That's mm-hmm. unreasonable. Real relationships are supposed to be a little boring. I know. Mm. It's okay. That's why we <clears throat> read fantasy. That's why we read fantasy. Yeah. Because we can keep them in that pocket. Right. I came to the conclusion the other day that, like, I am out of the dating pool. Like, I'm just done. Now, and I don't mean that if something came along. I just have no desire. I don't have what they want, and they don't have what I need. Yeah. It's and really I just rough out there. don't... I... I'm seeing so much more division between what women are like finally putting their foot down and mm-hmm. saying what you've been doing is unreasonable. Yeah. And what, men are not catching and up I have been, in time. And I've been feeling that my whole life. Mm-hmm. I just didn't have the language. Yeah. I didn't have the language or understand that it's like I was so scared of motherhood because I didn't want to have to be a CEO of a family. Yeah. And do it alone. I didn't want to have to do what my mom did because that was terrible and didn't really work out for a lot of us. Yeah. I mean, we're all alive. You're alive. I saw a really good, like a good breakdown of like non-binary and what do we mean by non-binary? Sure. And um, they were talking about like, it's not just about non-binary being like, I don't feel like a woman or I don't feel like a man. It's I reject the common idea that because I have a gender, I have to act or... Um, be a, a certain, certain way. way. And I that, actually really relate to that. Yeah. That yeah. it's not just, I don't like, I sexually don't have a gender. Sure. It's like, I don't accept that I have to be a woman in this relationship. Right. That I have to be the quote, like 1950s woman that has dinner on the table. You don't at have 4 to drink 30. tabs so that your shape is good. You so don't that have to when drink tabs. Your hus- so your husband's sexually attracted to you when you're not around and he right. doesn't go cheat on you because your body's bigger because you birthed three babies with your womb. Yeah, and womb. drank regular womb. Coke. You. And you drank so, regular soda. Right. You lost which your at shape. At that point, they didn't even put fructose, high fructose. No, it was they totally had fine. real soda. <laughs> yeah. Like that was so much better. Yeah. We're still poisoning people with corn syrup. Yep. That's why we got diabetes. Diabetes. But I thought that was an interesting that's way of looking at it. That's a really, it's a really, and it's a way it's more. It's rejecting the whole binary. Yeah, it's the not about. Us and them. And it's simplifying it the as. Roles. Not, like, I don't have a vagina. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. people make it. Well, like, yes, like I physically have a vagina, but I don't want to have to act like this to be a parent. Right. Or I don't want to have to be like this to be lovable. Like my mom, my mom used to say demure and genteel, be more demure and genteel. Go fuck yourself, woman. You're not demure and genteel at all in any way. I'm not. We are all five feet fucking tall and act like little chihuahuas. I had to go to um, charm class. At a, like, cotillion? Okay. Did you go to cotillion? No, this was the Jesus. cult version. The cult. Okay. <laughs> okay. Literally. I don't like, know. Have we mentioned on the pod you were raised down? in a cult? No. I don't think so. Well, another episode. It's okay. We don't know. So that was the little drop mention. Yeah. But Hannah's the charm shot. class, I mean, everything, everything is on the woman's shoulders. Yeah. We are responsible for 
how the man behaves. Yes. How they think, feel, act, yes. you know, by yes. our behavior. Meanwhile, yes, yes, yes. I don't want to be responsible for that. No. I want to be responsible for myself. Because you're not actually responsible for that. Yes. Yeah, like we had that text that you started and I was like, I'm under no responsibility to be a small hairless child so that you'll be sexually attracted to me. Yeah. I don't have to be tiny. Mm -mm. I don't have to shave shit. Yeah. You are attracted to me or you're not attracted to me. And I am not required to customize this appearance for your preference. Period. Period. That is, if I change myself to be something for you, that is going to make me uncomfortable my entire life because now I have created a character that I have to play. And it makes women mm. hate themselves. Right. Because we have created this idea of, like, when I think about the amount of self-loathing that I have felt my entire life because I was a size six. Right. And my girlfriends were all size zero and two. My mom told me I couldn't wear tank tops because my arms were fat. Because her arms were fat. I couldn't be in the beauty pageant because I thought it would be fun because short women aren't beautiful. They're cute. Mm. You know? Yeah. I would, if I stopped biting my fingernails, I might get a boyfriend. Quoting my father. <laughs> you start, you stop biting your nails, you, boys might like you. You know, my dad still makes a comment all the time, the first thing he does when he's talking about a woman is describe her appearance. Ugh. And it's disgusting. And yeah. I love my dad. And I, I, I can accept that about mm-hmm. him. And we can move on with oh, our lives. Yeah. I mean, they're the tab generation. They, they are. Were physical and appearance. I feel so sad for my mom. Because she was just like, you know, realizing later on in life that my mom is probably autistic. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's been we used to we, we've been thinking her our whole life. Maybe she was like borderline or something. But no, she's just masking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and just the way that she feels about herself. It's so sad. I can't go to the I can't go to a pool. Mom, you weigh 140 pounds. You can absolutely go to a pool. Yeah. The beach is going to get whatever body I give it. Yeah. <laughs> I put on Bridget Jones' diary the other day. Yeah. Just because I was like, oh, I haven't watched that mm-hmm. in forever. It has not aged well. No. Have you tried to watch it? No. She's like 135. She's 135. She starts out, she's <gasps> like, goals, lose 40 pounds. And she writes down her weight in her diary, and it's oh, 130. No. And then she's at work, and like the hot guy is mm-hmm. like, um, what happened to your skirt? Oh, yeah. Or your tits look nice in that So top. inappropriate. Right. And, and that I was, was just normal. Like, well, what is... What? The and Brits. I, I remember, you know. Yeah. I remember watching that and thinking, oh, he must like her. Like, that's yes. attractive. Oh, yes. And look now, how far we've come. And then yeah. I'm watching just it like now and I'm like... 20 years. Yes. Oh, my God. And what is I this? remember being really... Something that I've always had to cope with is that I was the fat friend, but I wasn't fat. Like I had this, like I was just like the friend that wasn't a zero or a two. And I remember the way that like when we would go into like a party environment, right? And there would be men around or boys around or guys around boys. And the way I would be treated versus them, like where they won't even make eye contact with you because if I'm friendly with them, that means I like them. Yeah. I still deal with that a lot. That's why I, I wear my engagement ring. Because I don't ever want someone to think that my friendliness 
means that I like them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't, I, because something I've noticed is that they'll find a way to like, and granted, some of this is good. They'll find a way to mention their girlfriend. A lot of times men find a way to mention their girlfriend, which is great. That means they're saying like, I'm, 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 my, ta- I'm, I'm taken. Yeah. Right. I have but a boundary. A, and there's a part of my mind that feels like that's a small rejection. Like, bitch, I don't want you. Yeah. You mm-hmm. don't have to tell me that. I'm not, that's not what's happening here. I'm literally just a very friendly person with a personality. Yeah. And I walk into a room and assume we're all on the same page. And mm-hmm. I think that's, I mean, we get a lot of that from media. Yeah. Because anytime men and women interact on media, that we're, we're working our way up to a relationship. Right. And that's actually why, like, Will and Grace. Will yeah. and Grace was such a revolutionary show. Because they were just friends. Because they were just friends. Yeah. And the way they achieved that was by taking it off the table. Right. Like, Will's never going to love Grace because she's not a dude. Yeah. And so we can just dispense with that. And then they can just be friends. Right. And that's why sometimes I get frustrated with the way they portray relationships in books. Because how we shape our perception of society is what we learn from stories that we tell. Right. And so when we don't tell healthy stories, how can we expect to have healthy expectations? Yeah. And I think we need to change our expectations in media. It's okay to have a heterosexual man and a heterosexual woman who are friends with no expectation of ever being intimate. Right. And they don't have to be... <sighs> what was another thing I saw? I saw Matt Reif. Do you all know who that is? Yes. He's a little problematic. But... Um, he was telling a joke that like men and women can't be friends. And if they are, one of them is one of them likes the other or one of them is way uglier or something. And I was like, is that why Matt, is that why I have good pal friends? Because I'm so ugly. Like, I just wanted to be like, go fuck yourself, bro. Like that's such a shitty thing to say. And anyways, I think he's a reason. He's very shallow. Yeah, and I I have a lot of really good dude friends. And yeah, I I remember intentionally taking on a more masculine energy so that it was never um never perceived as like I genuinely for me to be in my feminine, I have to feel super safe. And mm-hmm. I'm not in a feminine energy around guy friends. No. Well, you got to be one of the boys. Yeah. Yeah. But like, but not in like a pick me way. No. In like a, in like a, just like, hey, bro. It's your, it's a way of taking yourself off the table. Correct. Like, I'm not up for offer. I'm just like you. I'm just like mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I yeah. don't, I don't want you. And I remember one time this guy that I went to high school with had come up and had come from college. I forgot. Anyways, he came and stayed with us. And we were all drinking together and like we were all having a great time. And he like tried to kiss me that night. And I was like, why? What are you doing? Like, why? Like, mm-hmm. don't. Why would you think that? Like, nothing's different. And I and I just remember thinking, like, what did I do that gave off the vibe that like now I'm any different than I, I don't I don't want that. Yeah. I And I just, you know, and that happens. I mean, that's just. I think that guys just assume that we want to kiss them all the time. Yeah. And I, I'm Seriously. like, no, I'm like the friend. I don't, that's not where I'm putting myself. I don't, I don't want that for myself. Yeah. I, I choose who I want to have that kind of like, like I'm not in my feminine right now. Why yeah. would you want that? Well, that's another thing where story shapes us is yeah. like think about the rom-coms from when we were younger. Like mm-hmm. she's all that. 
mm-hmm. the other ones were like when you meet her, she's extremely masculine. She yeah. doesn't wear cl- doesn't wear dresses. She right. wears boy. She's the tomboy, yeah. and she wears glasses. Yeah. And then what's the moment that the male love interest first sees her or as a woman? Up. Is when she's wearing a dress and, pretty, and she does her yeah. hair and, and she, she took puts her on her makeup off. and she takes her glasses and she's off. She's a different person. And now she's, now that she's in her feminine, now, oh, now I see her. Now I see her as attractive. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, I could completely overlook her or we yeah. could just be friends because she was just one of the boys. She was just wearing like her flannel shirt and her glasses and her whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's real life shit. You're right. I mean, the stories do shape the way that we perceive ourselves and the way we see people around us. And I think we're going through, like, a huge undoing, which is why there's so much. We're also, with social media, able to live in our own bubbles. Like, Andrew Tate kids, Andrew Tate boys, they live in their Andrew Tate world. It's an echo chamber. It's an echo chamber, yeah. Yeah. And... I feel like men and women are just going to stop dating each other because men don't want to learn what women want. Women aren't going to take the bare minimum anymore. Yeah. You so, know, we don't need each other to survive, even though the ha- housing costs. We actually still do <laughs> we need actually to be. do need to be need some we partnerships. We need two incomes to be able to afford yeah. a home now. Well, yeah. and besties and are doing that. Like, yeah, best Hannah, friend we should, girls. You want to buy a house together? Yeah, yeah like, heterosexual yeah. should. Life mates. Yeah, heterosexual that's what I'm mates. saying. Like, yeah, because going through life alone is it's, hard. It's hard. It, we're not meant to do it. It. You need a village. Like, your kids need adults in their lives that aren't family that like them and care about them. Yeah. We need each other to lean on. My, uh, I've got two really great friends that live in Asheville, and they're hetero life mates. Like, they live together, they take care of each other, they're just like a couple. But, you know, they date their own people. Yeah. Because you cannot, this world is too hard alone. To be alone, yeah. Yeah. So there's a really good, like, playground study, and it's one of the ones they use when they're talking about, like, the, the argument against helicopter parenting is, like, if you put a group of children together and you have one child that's acting like the antagonist, like, they're taking over the game... I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm just waiting I gotta for get you. my bridge mix. No, go for it. Okay, I'm good. Anybody want on some bridge mix? Okay. I'm gonna have some afterwards. Okay. But you know, if you have one child that's acting antagonistic, they're harming the other children, they're being aggressive. If you don't interfere, the child the group of children will actually send that child away. They will ostracize the child that is being antagonistic. And they actually like left them to do it, didn't go try to reconcile to see what would happen. And after a while, the group will actually send over someone to talk to the kid and then bring them back. And then that child will play cooperatively with everybody. He had the social pressure to learn. Well, so maybe what we're doing is we're cutting out the toxic dudes. Mm -hmm. The, if I go, the, these guys are never boyfriend material. Mm-hmm. No matter how hot they are, they're never going to be boyfriend material. And we just, we learn that and we just send them off. Yep. Go over there. And then either they learn their lesson and they get to come back and play nice with all the other kids. Or they stay over there forever. And they don't procreate and they don't get to pass on that toxic masculinity to the next generation. Or rather, rather fragile masculinity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very fragile. Yeah. I like that. I like that guy from this weekend. 
Yeah, that's fragile. fragile. Matt calls that fragile masculinity because it can't survive any touch of the feminine. Right. I can't wear a dress that'll make me not a guy anymore. I can't Mm. paint my nails that'll make me not a guy anymore. And so that's the definition of fragile. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that we've talked about not the book for the last half an hour. That's okay. We haven't done this in a while. We haven't just gone off on a really good rant in a while. And I think it's really important to have these conversations. It really is. Yeah. It is. Because I think that the podcast space is often a male space. Yeah. Yeah. Two dudes with a podcast. Well, I have been coming across. There's a lot of us out there. There's a lot of people doing what we're doing out there. Excellent. And that's okay. I am. Yeah. A rising tide lifts all boats. Right. Exactly. And I try really hard to not pay attention to them because I don't want to. I will compare so quickly and I want to be so authentically us. Mm -hmm. It's just like I don't follow a lot of other realtor like, you know, in work. I want to be authentically me. And if I gain a following or people follow us, I want it because we're we're each. We're ourselves. We're ourselves. Yeah. The same way in a relationship. You don't have to change who you are. Right. Yeah. You're attracted huh? to me or you're not attracted to me. Yes. Huh? <laughs> yeah. And I, I've always, yeah, I chameleon really quickly too. And I just don't want to do that anymore because it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. And it's in the end, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. Because you can't sustain that for forever. Yeah. This all started talking about your healthy relationship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it is, it's fun. It's, it's, it's really cool to watch your relationship just because you're like oh that's what it looks like when they talk to each other on a daily basis and you guys like each other my parents and also had a really healthy relationship and there's though. not like this you know what you guys don't have see if it's here if you hear me on this i feel like in a lot of couples there is this underlying tension because they're not communicating well so they're just pretending that everything is good always and there's just this, like, tension. And everybody in the room can feel it. And when Matt walked in the other day and you asked to go to dinner, we both were, like, like physically, physically I shrank. clenched. Yeah. Both of us. Because we were expecting him to be, like, no, I'm putting the kiss on. <laughs> I can't be a dad on my own. I need a mom with me. You know? Yeah. yeah. And we both did that. We were... Wide-eyed, going back and forth, and you guys were just so fucking chill. And I was like, oh, my God, this is what it looks like. You know? Yeah. And y'all aren't perfect. I don't think that at all. I mean, I'm not saying I don't I don't have, like, critique. I'm not saying that. I, I'm not, I, don't, have, I don't know why you're not perfect. You know I, I what hear, I mean? I, I don't you. know you yes. well enough to know yeah. that. But just it's, it is very refreshing mm-hmm. to see two people – be able to be best friends and still like each other and still do podcasts together and read together. And raise children together. And raise children together and talk to each other. Well, we can do all that because we talk to each That's other. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And deeply. And the, about the hard stuff. Yeah, you got to face the hard stuff. And you both work on yourselves, you know, and it's just really like, that's why you don't like the toxic stuff in the books. And me and Hannah are like, bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you hate me? <laughs> That's so attractive. I mean, my parents so had hot a super, right now. So hot right now. My parents had a super healthy relationship yeah. too, so I did have a good like model to follow. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz my dad was Matt and I don't have a very strong binary. We don't have a very strong I have the feminine, he has the masculine, yeah. and neither did my parents. Right. 
And I, I love think that. that's why I was like, I didn't feel like I needed to be my mom. And if I did feel like I needed to be my mom, that doesn't look the same as a lot of other people needing to be their mom. Right. Mm. Yeah. So I have that going for me, which I'm extremely thankful for. Yeah, because it works. Yeah, because my dad was desperately in love with my mom Aww. for 52 years. Oh, that's 52 years. so sweet. Love I can't that. talk about it or I'm going to cry. That's okay. okay. <laughs> well, I mean... We could just all have I a cry. We could all I have a cry. Yeah. 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 I cried earlier. That was sweet. Talking okay. about what's going to happen in a book. You can, yeah. talk, you can cry about your dad. I know. He's a sweet man. It's almost a year. It'll be a year on August 7th. August oh. 7th. Yeah. Yeah. So. Pour one out. Yeah. All right, we're going to leave it here. Okay. Okay. Until next time, friends. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Is it hot in here or is it just me? If you know what I mean, are you happy to see us? Or is that a dagger? It's 